Yeah, yeah. there is the wrap-up of Season 1 of the Pack Show, but here we are live right now from the Double Take Studios bringing you Season 2 of the all-new Pack Rugby Show. My name's Jay Bor, and I am fizzing at the bunghole for Season 2. It's going to be absolutely immense. And coming back to join us, we don't have... We don't have a full contingent tonight, but we do have Dallin on the starters bench. Round of applause for Dallin. Unfortunately, Dossie couldn't make it tonight, but the big horse will be back. That said, our battlers back once again. We had the kill switch and we had big fat Dars. Yeah, Yeah, the boys. Yeah, the boys. Absolutely massive stuff this season. We have so much planned for this season. It's going to be bigger and better than it was last year. and, And that's going to be pretty hard to top. But to start things off, just to announce it tonight, joining us live from Tars HQ, not one but two of the sexiest men in rugby union, we have Charlie Gamble and Mark Nwanganitawasi. We're going to be going across all the news that's happened, Eddie Jones, Teniela Tupo, all this sort of stuff. We've also got a new tipping segment, which is going to be pretty feisty, I think. Um, the Battler's Bench, Big Fat Das. He's got a few things and, planned. And friends. He did his homework too. I do my homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, he is did here. Did you actually do your homework? Yeah, did no. yeah. Well, he is here. But tonight's going to be absolutely massive. And to kick it off, we're going to get straight into it. Dow, we may as well just, just dive in head first. The news overnight was announced uh, announced that Teniela Tupo signing a multi-million dollar uh, yeah. contract to stay with Rugby Australia, but no longer with the Reds. Uh, huge. Well, it's massive, isn't it? Obviously, he's been a, a large part of, of, of Queensland since he got here as a, as a 17, 18-year-old. Um, obviously, with the injury happening in the last you know six months, it's, it's been tough on him, but you know, greener pastures, and it looks like he's heading down, down south. But I think the key part here is it's exciting that Rugby Australia have locked him in for the, for the next couple of years by the sounds. It's funny you say that because Tino went through the archives in our first episode last year, literally the first thing we discussed on Pack News... Was in regards to the Look, I went on greener pastures there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're looking pretty good. Let's have, let's throw back and have a quick look at that first episode last year. <laughs> oh, this is a big one. Nella, Taniella Tupo. We saw on the weekend, down to seven, steps up, fists the Tars, scores a try. Apparently, his manager is out there chasing a million bucks a season for him. Dow, is he worth it? Is he worth a million bucks to stay in the game in Queensland and Australia? Wholeheartedly. I feel like you pay the man, you know, whatever you need to do. Scores, to tries, him. flick passes, deletes blokes on both sides of the ball. Correct. So he's a once-in-a-generation player for me. So he's like nothing we've ever seen before, especially in Australian rugby. Clearly didn't watch any of my games, so that's cool. Go on. <laughs> in that position. But beyond that, you know what I mean? He's only still young. He's only going to develop. But he's the type of guy, he's a homebody. <laughs> And doesn't necessarily want to leave the country. And so the only reason he leave the country is for money. So let's try and pay him what, he, you know, what it is to keep him here. 100%. I want to go back, j If his manager's only asking for a million bucks a season, Taniella needs to think about coming over to my mate here because he'll get him a lot more than that. <laughs> yes, yes. You hear me, Tong and Thor? <laughs> Hell yeah. While we're at it, Dow, what can we do to get paid for doing this shit? Because... <laughs> Two years later, and I'm still using a rope on my pants. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't figured that, out, that bit out, but yeah. uh, we still haven't figured that bit out. Dow, Dow picked it, picked it like a dirty nose. <laughs> Absolutely, out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know if I picked it. I think it was, you know, exactly what what had to happen. If you if you want to keep a man like that who is so destructive and. And is you know so exciting. You know what I mean, we, we want to keep him here in Australia. We want to keep as many players in Australia as possible. So it's 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 a great coup for the game, and it's it's excellent then to know that the Taniel is staying with Rugby Australia. What about moving to the Rebels though? What it, from the Reds' perspective? How does that look for them? Do you think? And then obviously for the Rebels, how does it look for them? Well, it's a, it's a big loss for Queensland. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, he's a cornerstone, and it's something that they've developed over you know the last ten years. He's been there for that long, and. And, and it's, it's a huge, you know, loss for them in, in that tight head spot. They've got some developing guys, but, you know, he's a, he's a Wallaby starter and, and someone who's got a huge future in the game still. And then from a Rebels perspective, it's it's immense. You know what I mean? We talked about it last year. It was either Samu, do you know what I mean? He would have been a massive get for them. But, you know, I think Samu probably makes a bigger difference to, to, to the team. But getting someone like Taniella is just enormous. Do you know what I mean? They've, they've got a wonderful front row as it stands. Do you know what I mean? He just brings a bit of X factor and brings that... You know, eyes now on Melbourne. 
that's it, the eyes. We've spoken about it. We spoke about it all last year as well. Friends, we were talking about the fact that you've got guys like Nella. They're the guys we need to be promoting. They're the guys who, who get bums on seats. Now, he's going to maybe one of the markets that clearly they're trying to promote. You've got the Super Round that's going there. They play test matches there. Like It's an underdeveloped market that could really thrive with someone like Nella. Big time as well. And it'd be good for Melbourne rugby not just you know, to get eyes on rugby down there, but also to try and develop the grassroots and stuff. And, you know, instead of guys coming from Melbourne up here to play their rugby, hopefully one day they can play their Premier Rugby down in Melbourne. And, you know what I mean? It'll be absolutely huge. But speaking of huge, we saw... We won't get your opinion on this, stuff. Don't worry about it. You can sit back. All the doggies do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, you never know, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well... Don't they say once you get a Rebels jersey, you also get a Doggies jersey. So, um, <laughs> But uh, we're, we're just sort of ticking off the big news over the off-season. And, and obviously, just a few weeks ago, massive. Rennie gets the sack. Eddie Jones in. Another thing, we don't have the clip of it, but another thing we actually sort of discussed last year was whether he was going to get the ass before he gets punted. But your thoughts, Big Fat Dars. We'll get your thoughts on it. Thoughts on Eddie Jones coming back to the Wallowies, good, bad or otherwise? Um. You know, obviously it's a shame that Rennie, Rennie left this close to a World Cup, but the excitement factor, the talking about the game, just the just the confidence that Eddie Jones brings to the game. Look, at, like uh, even on the media, newspaper, he's on the news. We were on the Gus, Gus rugby Gould. was on the Today Show. Was, like right, that, that hasn't happened for five like ten years. And, and, and that's <laughs> bloody fantastic. And, isn't it? it is, and, and just, just having fantastic. Eddie Jones just coming in and. He's just doing what Eddie does, and let's just see what happens. I'm excited. <laughs> it is huge. Like, it's 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 a bit of a weird one. It's it's almost like it's the same thing that happened at the 2015 World Cup with Michael Checker. I took over a side that was really starting to develop under Ewan McKenzie, and then was able to galvanise them quickly to get to the World Cup final. Absolutely. Do you think Freens? It could be the same thing. Rennie We're was developing this. Oh, here we go. We're going to win it. Eddie's bringing it back. We're going to win it. You reckon? It's coming yeah. hard. Marky Legit. Mark's going to score the try that wins it for us. Hell yeah. yeah. Speaking of Marky Mark, here we go. Let's kick it to him over at Tars HQ. We've got Mark Nwangani Tawase and Charlie Gamble. Yeah, Ooh. boys. <laughs> hey, boys. How are you, fellas? Good, thanks. How are you? Oh, I'm living the dream over here. Charlie, I just want to kick things off first and foremost, mate. Let's address the big fat elephant in the room, right? It, it's your eligibility. There's so much talk about it. You're the hottest man in a Tars jersey. We want to know, are you single? Are you seeing someone? Are you... Boys, uh, my, status. watching me. Could get in trouble here. For, no, I'm taken. Heavily taken. So, yeah, I'll leave it at Oh, no, I better not leave it as a going. Could get him in trouble. <laughs> Why are you blushing, Marky? (laughs) Oh, we got off to a feisty start. (laughs) This is good gas. But no, but uh, honestly, in all honesty, both of you guys absolutely crushing it. We know a couple years ago the Tars got a duck egg. Was it none for 15 or something like that after the Super Rugby season? Then last year, absolutely turned it around and killing it off the back of guys like yourself. Mark, being a young fella coming into the squad and and then starting to solidify yourself so much so that you, you got a Guernsey for the Wallabies later on in the year. How does it feel to be a part of something that seems to be pretty special under DC? Uh, yeah, well, obviously, you know, it's been pretty fun. Um, you know, last year we had a, a great year and, um, you know, I guess that kind of is building for this uh, this year. Um, you know, we're excited to get down this Friday, obviously round one um, versus the Brumbies. Um, but, you know, there's a... Like you said, there's a good vibe around here and uh, we're all very uh, keen to, you know, see where where we can get to, you know, how far we can get to. DC, yeah. DC set a theme last year was, you know, you guys are rocky, you know, you were out there and you were kind of in the boondocks and in, uh, you know, the sheds that, that you guys had. Now you've got this wonderful new facility and, and you're Ivan Drago. Like, talk to me about the mentality that he has and, you know, what it means for you guys. Obviously, second year under him, but now in this wonderful facility. How's the mindset changed? Yeah, I guess, obviously, when DC came in, you know, he was he's obviously taking us from a, um, a season where we hadn't won any games to... You know, we were we were the underdogs. Um, this year's a little bit different, as you said. We've got some new facilities that are, you know, top notch, world class. Um, you know, we can't change our mindset around that. 
Um, we've been working working pretty hard. Um, you know, 12, 13 weeks um, preseason has been pretty tough. So, um, you know, we've got the same mentality. We're obviously the teams are a bit weary. They're not too sure how we're going to play this year. Um, we know we've got lots of threats around the field, and I think we play a style of rugby that you know Australia are pretty keen to watch, and just the rugby gen- uh, public in general. Marky, um, uh, big fat Dars, uh, senior co-chair of the Battlers bench, mate. Um, <laughs> Uh, season, season 2021 into 2022, you must have put on 10 kilos of mass and you've done it again. Friends and I, we've been doing it non-stop for the last five years, just bulking up for the last five, six years. Do you have any tips for us? How do we, uh, is it all KFC? Because that's what we tend to be doing. We do dirty bulking. How do you, how do, you do it, mate? Uh, oh, if I read, if I was honest with you, dirty bulk's the way to go. Yes, I knew it. We were on to something, friends. <laughs> That's beautiful. And uh, talking about the bulk, uh, bulk there, Marky, um, I see uh, Max Jorgensen on the other wing. Have you guys had a runoff yet? Who's faster? Oh, he's pretty nippy, the little one. But um, no, actually, we haven't we haven't had a, a full um, race yet, Humble. so I'm, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. <laughs> Humble. I reckon that could be a bit of a content create, uh, content piece for you guys. Potentially, potentially. Yeah, let's get the boys down there, film that. That'd be red hot. But but speaking of um, <laughs> speaking of the young fella, Mark, like you, uh, I touched on it before. You you've sort of come through the same system. You were only young when you sort of got your blue jersey. We saw Max Jorgensen just a couple of weeks ago in Narrabri stitch up of all people people Filippo Dalgunu. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> not an easy thing to do. I mean, there's huge raps on him, and and I mean, he's taking to it pretty bloody well, isn't he? Yeah, oh, he sure is. Um, obviously, you know, like you said, he, he's uh, done well in his first few trial games. Um, but yeah, mate, like just around the training paddock and and uh, even off the field, like the way he carries himself, like he's he's got a good head on his shoulders, and um, you know, he's he's very talented, um, and I guess. As he goes along, the more confidence he gets, um, I guess, the more that will, <clears throat> the more talent he'll show. Um, but yeah, he's uh, exciting to watch, and um, you know, super pumped to see uh, how he goes this Friday. And, and for you, Charlie, you've got—I'm—I'm I'm sure a lot of people already know it—but you've got a pretty crazy story in regards to how you found your way into the blue of the Waratahs, <laughs> coming out of New Zealand into club rugby, no subbies rugby into club, and then into it like. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. Just how, like, run us through the transition that you've had to go through from pl- coming from Kiwi Club Rugby all the way up into a Tars jersey. Yeah, I guess first of all, like, when I moved to Australia wasn't kind of for my rugby. Like, I just wanted to start a new life and move over and you know just enjoy just life with my partner and you know do all the touristy stuff. Um, you know, one thing led to another. I started playing down at Petersham. Um, the subbies competition, you know, just having a bit of fun down there with the boys. And, um, yeah, I guess that just brought a lot, lot of excitement back into my rugby. And, you know, I just kind of started loving it again because there was a bit, bit of time there where, you know, I wasn't loving my rugby. Um, so, yeah, then went from uh, Petersham to Eastern Suburbs and Shoe Shield. And then just, I guess, got picked up there from Tars. And uh, here I am four years later still. I love how you go on tour to play a bit of footy and you end up in a Tars jersey. <laughs> we do it, we end up with gout and liver disease. <laughs> this dude, man. And Mark, for you, obviously probably different scenarios. This time last year, you weren't a Wallaby. Um, you know, now you are. Do you feel uh, any more pressure or has your mindset changed? Do you feel like you need to be, you know, more consistent out there? How, how's your kind of pre-season been? Oh, I guess... Um not really a mindset change. Um, also, or like you said, a consistency is part of part of your, I guess, your, your whole career. Um, not just you know if you're in one team or another, you, you kind of want to be consistent the whole time. Um, and I guess uh, not really pressure, but the Wallabies thing kind of gives you more confidence. I guess I feel, um, and I'd, I'd I'd like to bring that into I guess this season at the Tars and um, you know see where I can go to with that. So yeah, definitely no pressure, just more so uh, confidence, trying to take it out there and um, have some. Have some fun. Charlie, mate, um, Danny Glover, Tom Selleck, Cliffy Lyons all have very powerful mo's. Who who do you reckon your inspo for your for your moustache is, mate? <laughs> I don't know. I just... I don't know. I just <laughs> 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 
I'm kind of stuck with it. For, oh, you're stuck? Like, yeah. It's powerful. I would have thought you watched a bit of porno yeah. from the yeah. 70s. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this one for Charlie. Um, I know <laughs> you got a bit of tongue and blood in you, mate. Uh, if you don't, if Uncle Eddie doesn't get you up for the wallabies, you want to come over to Tonga? <laughs> hey, depends who's asking, eh? <laughs> uh, Tote just messaged me, actually. Thank you. Um, he said to me, you come to Tonga, we give you free poaka. So, you come over there, we uh, have some beers and eat some pig, okay? <laughs> Just, just touch, just touching, just touching on that though. Obviously, Eddie coming in, um, he seems to be in and around all of the Super Rugby trials. Have you guys touched base with him? Has he reached out to everyone? You know, what have those conversations been like? Well, funny that he was actually in today, but um, no, I, that's my first time meeting him uh, today at training. Just said hello and uh, you know, nice to meet you, kind of thing. So, yeah, hey, Dad. <laughs> literally, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, no, but he's, he's spoken to him more than oh, hey, I knew it. I knew oh, it. Don't <laughs> <laughs> worry about bloody Tonga, mate. in Australia. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he's, he's spoken to him more than myself. So, um, no, just uh, he's obviously been around and um, I guess, yeah, he's got a busy schedule. So, um, he's got a few plays to see before, I guess, us. But, um, you know, it's interesting. Interesting. And DC been putting his hand up for the attack role? Man, um, oh, so he, he put his hand up for anything. <laughs> 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 oh, you're done. <laughs> 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 that is <laughs> Don't worry, it's not live. <laughs> no, but seriously, Charlie, if if the tap came on the shoulder from Eddie Jones, like you're you're eligible this year, I believe. Like, obviously, there's a, there's a lot to weigh up. Obviously, the Tongan heritage from New Zealand, being here, playing your, uh, plying your trade in, in Australia for the better part of half a decade. What would happen if Eddie did give you the tap on the shoulder and have a yarn and just say, do you want to come to the World Cup with us? Yeah, that's, an, that's, a, that's no question. I'd definitely say yes. Um, you know, like you said, I've been here five years now. And, um, you know, I've always grown up being... As a kid, trying to play professional rugby in the Tars was the first one to, you know, give that to me and, um, you know, owe, owe them a lot. And I just sold a lot to rugby Australia, um, Australian I rugby in general. Um, I don't I love ever here, want so to see you in Parramatta again, mate. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of face. I'm shaking the head watching this. <laughs> oh, no, seriously, there's about eight guys in here who just cream their pants here. And that. That's really good gas because, like, uh, uh, it's the, the standard of footy you've brought to the Tars is, is, is absolutely awesome. And, and I think it's just a testament to obviously yourself, but what DC's building there. And, and on DC, like it's well documented that he's, he, he loves the social side of things, but he's very much about the culture. And he's, and he's discussed previously about linking what seemed to be a disconnect between the club rugby in Sydney to obviously the professional side at the Tars. And, and, Charlie, I'll get your opinion on this because you, you've come through literally from the subbies all the way up to the Tars. Has there been a really distinct, at least, conversation or, or is there a real distinct shift from DC and what he's brought in to be able to really bring that connection and, and make sort of New South Wales rugby whole again? Yeah, I guess the good thing about DC, like he's kind of made his way up the ranks as well, hasn't he? Um, you know, he's made those connections all through club rugby and shoot shield and... Um, you know, he's had to prove himself. Um, he said he had a role here at the Tars 20-odd years ago and they booted it. So, um, you know, he's had the start from the bottom and he's shown with his record. Um, most teams that he's gone to, he's won a premiership. Um, so, you know, to have a coach come in like that with that kind of record, um, you know, it's something that you just want to buy into straight away. And, you know, culture is definitely a big thing here. And, you know, uh, everyone loves DC. He just gets it. You know, when it's, when it's time to be on, it's on. But when it's time to, you know, have a bit of socials or have a couple of beers together, he's on there as well. So, but, yeah, no, nah, he's a legend. <laughs> yeah, just ask Friends. Friends loves him. Yeah, we're talking tactics <laughs> um, during Aqua. Yeah, I'm sure Good you game plan. Good game plan I'm for sure this year. I'm sure you were, mate. <laughs> but, I mean, he takes he, – he comes from a uh, – he's got a weird perspective on things. I mean, evident by the fact that just a week or two ago he got everybody to sleep out in a swag in the middle of Allianz Stadium. I mean, that's – 
that's weird unto itself. But does he have quirks that he brings into his coaching side of things, like from the actual tactic side, Mark? Like, does he have? Is there something just a bit weird about him when he comes to his coaching, or is it pretty down the line with it? Uh, no, he'd, he'd be pretty down the yeah. line with it. Like, like you said, like Charlie said before, he's pretty on when he's on. Um, you know, like just with his rugby stuff, he's pretty. Uh, I guess he's got a great knowledge. Um, you know, uh, a wide variety of things he likes to do in attack. Um, but no, he's pretty uh, straightforward. I guess not like nothing Super crazy. Quirky. Nothing crazy. Hey, no. just <laughs> save that for <laughs> save that for off the <laughs> 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 One thing I'm really excited about is seeing the the partnership between Tane Edmed and Ben Donaldson. Obviously, both you know genuine tens. How are they working together, Mark? You know, in that ten and fifteen space, has it opened up your game at all? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, it's always good to, I guess, have um, you know both players on the field. Both of them can, you know, both of them are quality players. So it's. Um, you know, it's good to see when they're around. They can, you know, two two ball players on the field at the same time. So, um, I guess that kind of gets the ball moving, um, helps our forwards out quite a bit. You know, they don't know what they're doing half the time, but um, no, uh, it's it's good because yeah, like. Oh, hey! <laughs> Spent all that money on the new facilities, couldn't get a microphone stand. Oh, fair enough. There we go. Um, there we go. good for Raymond. Yeah. So, oh, like nice. I was saying, yeah. Um, yeah, they're working well together at the moment, um, you know, especially in those those roles. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's good to see some ball on the edge. So, yeah. <laughs> how did Big Nemzi go in uh, pre-season when it was nice and hot and not used to the old French or uh, English weather? Has he even trained? <laughs> Shots fired. Mate, he was, he was, yeah, look, yeah. He was glistening out at Narrabri, eh? Like, I was like, yeah, boy, looks, like looks like he's quite fit. <laughs> He's lost he's, some weight. Yeah. He has, but, mate, he is still <clears throat> so he's big, big, man. Boy, I was yeah. just like, oh, mate, good to see he's still absolutely juicy. But um, it's a similar question for you, Charlie. Obviously, Michael Hooper, he stood down from the, the Aussie role last year just for his own mental health, but he seems to be back now. He's actually said he'd be keen to take over the captain's armband in the Wallabies if it obviously was on offer. But someone of his ilk, someone of his like credentials, to be able to play not only alongside him, but to be mentored underneath him, that must be absolutely huge for your game. Yeah, mate. Like, Hoops is one of the best sevens to ever play the game. Um, I grew up, you know, watching him. He's been playing professional rugby since he was about 18 years old. So, um, you know, to, to make it over here and obviously sign with the Tars and to be under him for, you know, four years and learn as much as I can, um, it's just awesome. Um, I try to pick his brains as much as possible and he does the same back. Um, I think we complement each other really well. Um, and he's just a good bloke in general. So, um, yeah, it's good, good to be with him. And, um, you know, he's, he's ready to have a big year. Right on. Bloody oath. Well, one last question for both of you individually. Mark, start with you. What do you want? Like, what, what is your goal for, for the remainder of 2023? Is it obviously come home with the World Cup? But for you personally, what, what would you really want? Uh, well, at the moment, um, obviously, I just, I'd love to win a Super Rugby Comp. Um, you know, here at the Taj, like you said at the start, it's, uh, it's really good vibes at the moment. And, um, you know, we're, we're feeling confident. Um, so we, we'd really like to, or I personally, and I, you know, the majority of us would really like to, you know, make it to the grand final one day and uh, hopefully take it out. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Love to hear it. And Charlie, yourself, mate, 2023, set to be a big one for you. <coughs> like, what, what are you chasing for this year? Yeah, mate, I'll make exactly the same as Marky. Um, good buzz around here. The boys put on a lot of work. We, we want to win that title. Um, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a lot from us. We've got to take it step by step, but um, yeah, I've got full confidence in this group and the depth and the coaching. Um, you know, it's time for us to stop talking and we've actually got to put our actions in. So um, we can't wait to hook in this Friday and see where it takes us. Oh, mate. I'm loving I'm it. I am so pumped. I am massively erect underneath this desk. Boys, <laughs> Mark Nwanganitwase, <laughs> Charlie Gamble, thank you so much for joining us. All the best this, uh, this Friday night and all the best for the rest of the season. Yeah, the Cheers, boys. lads. Yeah, yeah. round of applause. Marky Mark and Charlie Thanks, Gamble. Boys. Thank you. Legit the two hottest guys in Aussie rugby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually proven in our survey last week on the podcast. <laughs>
Gorgeous. I, I thought I thought you were about <laughs> to say just in this room. <laughs> I was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> just in my yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, my, just in my own little poll. <laughs> um, absolutely awesome stuff there. That the, the best. I saw you get a big smile on your fa- face, Dow, when I said, "Oh yeah, you know, take home the World Cup, all this shit." And Mark just went, you know, personally, first and foremost, it's just let's win the Super Rugby title. Like, no what? big heads, no, like they're not clouded by ego. Clearly, it's just. What a squad. What a oh. squad too. Look at the guys on the bench. Like, like is angry. Lungy, Gle- Lungy, mate, Lungy Gleason, Gleason on, on the bench. bench. Yeah. Will Harris on the bench. Yeah, and Nems on the bench. Oh, mate. Imagine trying to stop him in the bloody 60th minute. Big Nemsy off the bench, <laughs> just fresh as. Brutal, eh? Boost. I think, <laughs> to be honest, I think Mark did lie to us. I don't think he's dirty bulking the way, no, he the way we are. I don't yeah. think he's hitting up the drive through or nah. He yeah. probably goes to the gym a bit more than us, I reckon, man. Yeah, that dirty bulk. That can't be it. Dirty bulk for him things. is he has white rice with his plain chicken. Man, not he, he's um, that'd be actually a good race him and your Jorgensen. Jorgensen. I reckon that needs to be a thing. Jorgensen. Jorgensen. But I reckon Jorgo would have him, mate. He is. I don't know. He's got that long. Like he would have him over twenty, and then Marky Mark's coming home strong. I think Tino, we got to get you down to Sydney to film the boys. Yeah. That's a good little With your content drone. piece. Just don't get stuck on the roof again. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. Hold on. We can't. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. Tino's giving us the hurry oh, along, yeah, yeah. and, and yeah, that yeah, actually much. said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that said, um, we'll, we'll tick off the last couple little bits of uh, pack news before we actually get into a little content piece. The boys got down to the Tars Media Day, but before we get into that. Um, Big news as well, speaking of the Tars, we didn't even touch on it, but Angus Bell, oh, huge yes. signing for a multi-year deal to sign not only with the Tars but with Rugby Australia. Friends, you're the front rower here and you just <coughs> jizzed in your pants. Yeah. Like he, that's, that's he's a absolutely complete loose head. He's, he's massive. He's uh, good around the park. He's a great scrummager and a good bloke. So. And only in his early twenties, like mm. you think of most props coming of age, late twenties. Yeah. He's still and he's and he's yes, true. holds his insane. own. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. holds his own now, and so he, he might start to lose a little bit of the ball running and that he has now. But yeah. he'd be like a slipper, mate. Imagine, imagine, yeah, yeah. how Just good he would be at yeah. thirty. Yes, yeah. exactly, mate. Like he will be absolutely fantastic, and and that's a signing that is just huge. It was a good chat down in um, Sydney when I saw him and I was talking. I was like, who's the hardest? Tight head prop you've ever scrummed against. He was like that Malherb from uh, South Friends, Africa. Malherb, uh. Just a big South African <laughs> Afrikaans <laughs> farmer and just yeah. didn't say anything. Just minced, like, <laughs> just hanging on for dear life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate. Bloody good gas. And then yeah. the last thing, Dallin, something we've waxed lyrical about all last year. We seem to be have our finger on the pulse when it comes to things. The women. Finally, there has been a commitment that they will be all of them being paid by. I think it was twenty twenty five. Yeah. So by twenty twenty five, all uh, Super W players, I think minimum will make a four, five grand um, wage up to thirty or something, and then obviously the Wallaroos will all be contracted. That's absolutely huge, and it's a massive step in the right direction for the women's game or the game as a whole. Really. Oh, it's enormous, and obviously it's, it's something that we've discussed immensely over the last couple of years, and it. I'm just so happy that it's happened. You know what I mean? It's starting to follow trend. It's starting to happen all around the world. We also saw the female IPL that's just happened recently. I can see that starting to happen, which is, you know, perfect. And it's exactly what should be happening. For the game here, it just allows us to strengthen our position. 100%. You know what I mean? You look what the the, the women's sevens can do with that full endorsement, that full ability to to earn money and train full time. That's only a matter of years away. Now, by that 2020 six World Cup for the women, whatever it ends up being, do you know what I mean? They'll be absolutely humming. And I just think it's it's just reward for them and it's it's about time. Mm. Especially Bloody with, with all the you know, the, there's a lot of young girls playing rugby these days and by the time, you know, it's fully contracted and they're getting uh, paid, like, you know, that depth hopefully will be there than the girls that have gone from union to league. Hopefully I reckon they'll come back. I reckon they'll come back. hundred percent. They yeah. will. Because the opportunities you get in rugby are just so much. Oh, it's it's yeah. vaster, yeah. right? Well, even the girls in England at Correct. the moment. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. They're having that experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? What, you <laughs> don't want to play in a rugby league World Cup in Manchester <laughs> against <laughs> Lebanon? <laughs> come on, man. But it just becomes a lot more attractive to them as well. And you can yeah. be dual, you know, dual code almost. You can play sevens. You can play for the 15s. Yeah. Charlotte Catholic's put a hand up to, to be a part of that 15 set up now, you know, moving forward. So it's exciting. Yeah, 100%. It's just a, it's a better game. It yeah. is. Oh, it is it's a better game. Just got to get the girls some more more footy. Yep. Especially those Wallaroos. Hopefully, with this Wallaroo contracting, that means well, that how they'll, good they'll get them play more well, games. The Waratahs, the Waratahs women, they went over to New Zealand on the weekend. 
Yeah, play Chiefs and um, really? Chiefs and Blues. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that was awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Those Kiwi awesome. girls can play bloody hell. <laughs> but the thing is, there's three or four Aussie Sheilas playing in the uh, yep. for the Chiefs and the the Blues as well. So like, clearly, as Dow said, like the rest of the world is has done so now we can actually set our mark mm. within that space. Um, absolutely awesome stuff. That rounds our pack news. That said, as we touched on just before with Big Tino, uh, the boys were able to get down last week to uh, Tars HQ for the media day and they had a yarn to a few of the blokes and we sent down a new roving reporter. It is Joey Lala. So let's see what Joey got up to. Well, we've interviewed the people in the streets. Well, they don't know too much about the Waratahs, so we found ourselves here at Tars HQ, and we're going to interview the players and get to know them a little bit more, and so you get to know a bit more about your team. Come on. Welcome to MTV Cribs. Um, as you can see, this is my flower garden, and at the front of my flower garden, we like to have, obviously, because it's the name of the Waratahs, we have a couple of nice, beautiful Waratah flowers out here. Over to my right over here, my right, your left. No, no, yeah. We have the Tars actually on the field at the moment. They're getting ready, warming up. But uh, why don't we go have a look at the facility, shall we? Oh, 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 oh. Making our way down the hallway. We also have the change rooms in here. That's good. So could you just tell us a bit about this room that we have here? It's the Waratahs change room, the actual physical team. I'm Terry Woodard. I'm the uh, Waratahs logistics and facilities manager. It's solely uh, designated to them. No yeah. one else uses it. Yeah, amazing. And how long have you been here for, Terry? A uh, long, long time. Do you have a locker here? No, I don't. They ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine. People at home, Terry needs a locker too. Terry's life matter. So if you just joined us again, uh, I've been looking for my mate and uh, I'm looking for his locker. I usually plays wing. So if you're a winger, you're usually 11 or 14. And I'm looking around, I can't see his name on any of these lockers. And then I realise that they actually gave him a locker number that suits his age. My guy, Nemani Nadolo. Damn. Uh, let's have a look at his locker here. Let's see what he's got. This is how you know you've made it. Man's is really out here traveling with the Louis Vuitton bath bag. And uh, let's see what he's got inside here. What cave? Out here smelling like a million dollars, Nemzi. There's a thing in the islands, all right? We're all related somehow, so uh, I'm sure as family, he won't mind me just trying on some of his kits. So, uh, um, we got a jersey here. Mm. <laughs> Be rude not to. The man in the dollar, good naivus. Sorry, introduce yourself. What's your name? Yeah, Harry Johnson Holmes. Harry Johnson Holmes. That's a that's a mouthful. Yeah. Um, Harry. I've been told that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. What's going on? No, not much, brother. We're just uh, currently here in the change rooms. Um, tell me about what else is your life? Mate, 29, the mayor's office. Now, I'm not too sure if you know this, but rumor has it is that you are the man that they go to for a good pep talk. Oh, all the time. You got words of wisdom? I'm leaking words of wisdom. People don't listen normally, but this is my medium now. All right, all right. Well, brother, this is your time to shine. I want you to look dead down the barrel. You're down by five points, and you've got a scrum inside the 40. What are your words to your team? Down by five. You're down by five, and there's 30 seconds to go. Oh, so we're up against it. <laughs> Boys, yeah. it's moments like these. You might think it's character building, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's character revealing. Character defining. Yeah. I see those five points up on the yeah. board. We're down. I see it as an opportunity. You're thinking, you're thinking the back's against the wall. I'm thinking their back's against the wall. The only thing that's stopping us from winning the game is ourselves. The only thing, the only thing that they would rather right now is to be up by more than a converted try. I see five points on the board. I see opportunity. Dig the feet in. 16 feet in. You got studs for a reason. Come on, boys. Let's go. We're to get to know some of our favourite Waratahs players. <laughs> yeah, Joey Lala bringing the heat. That was awesome. Harry Johnson Holmes, I don't know about you guys, but I'd run through a brick wall for that big ginger, eh? Gorgeous. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. that was feisty. I got goosebumps just oh, thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. Speaking about goosebumps, the anticipation is killing oh, me. No. It's now time for the Battlers bench. Take it away, big fat ass. Oh, thanks, Jay Boar. Um... We just thought that um, as of last year, Jaybor, this is actually in regards to you. You um, you came up with a very bold prediction last year that if uh, if if West if the West Bulldogs do not, you looked down the barrel of the camera and you said if the West Bulldogs do not win the comp, I'm going to shave my 
beard or Hold your up. head? Just real quick, Zachy Bo- Boy, roll the footage, please. Oh, he's got it. <laughs> but mate, no, that actually goes to like I've been talking to a couple of guys and they're like, Colby is like he's not taking shit. Diego <laughs> gets left at the door. He's toughening them up, and it's showing. Like it is showing, and that win. Is the they're still not going to win the premiership? No. What do you reckon? The East East will? They'll be top four. They will. They will. Mate, if if Wes, oh, we got Wes East brothers Jeeps and Wes over there. Whatever team doesn't win the premiership, (laughs) like Wes are going to win it. So you guys have to do something. If they, if Wes don't win it, I will unironically shave a goatee for the remainder of the year. Just a chin strap, no massage. Nah, you got to go clean shaven. Clean (laughs) shaven. Okay, I will get. If the doggies don't win, I'll go clean shaven for a month. For and, a month, for a and, month. And, <laughs> and we'll glue your beard hair on top of your head. Okay. <laughs> for a photo. For but a photo. What, no, if West win, you have to bleach blonde your hair. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Peroxide blonde. Just froth. Yes. The same with you, Doss, and same with you, Freeze. No problems, I'll do it now. <laughs> All right, well, Wait, Freeze, I don't know what you're going to do. Yeah, what do we do for Freeze then? Can't do anything. Deal? 100%. The doggies are going to win it. All okay. Right. <coughs> They're going to go two better than they did last year. I'm pretty sure I heard people say all right. Well, on the wind. Yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. blonde hair either. Well, technically, because that, that does not make it uh, contractual. So what we're going to do in this segment is look straight down the, cam- the barrel of the camera <laughs> and give our bold prediction, prediction for Super Rugby Pacific Season 2023. However, if it's not bold enough... We're gonna veto it, okay? Okay. So friends and I have come up with some. <laughs> we've come up with some that would not quite make it. It's not quite as bold as it should be. Um, my first one is. Oh, no, um, you got to look down the barrel of the camera. Oh, this, we got new cameras that can zoom we in. We do. Um, <laughs> Hold up. Season twenty twenty three. Super Rugby Pacific season twenty twenty three. My bold, my unbold prediction is that my Stan account will uh, falter yet again, and I will not be able to watch any Super Rugby this year. <laughs> Like I did last year. <laughs> that one would not be bold enough. That right? is, yeah. Or um, <laughs> my other one is uh, that Bomber the Dog will be brought back yet again. What, for for Reds games? Yep. The T-Dog. The T-Dog. Jeez, I hope this gets, I hope this gets better. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and some young Kiwi winger will be labelled the next Jonah Lomu. Is that it? That would not. So they're the unbold. Yes, correct. So they're so steer clear of that. Yes. Okay. 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 So you would hold up. Oh what? No. 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 (laughs) Okay. Okay. Down the barrel of the camera. Your camera's up here. Number three. Hold up. It's going to zoom in. It's going to zoom in. It's going to zoom in. There you go. Now, Um, this year, Fiji draw. They're going to get to the semi-finals. Um, You get it. Are you doing your unbold ones? Oh, I didn't have unbold. You just did your bold predictions. You don't, you, do you want to read the message? My, do you know what my sixth one was? It was, uh, <laughs> Freddy will disappoint me by not doing any of his homework. <laughs> well, I've done you half, said that you did. I've done half the assignment. You oh. never told me I'm bold. You told me bold. I don't know. Tal, I don't know. Jeez. I don't even know. J-Bor, J-Bor, can you please give your serious bold prediction for My season? bold prediction for season 2023 is that the Waratahs will play in a losing grand final. Ooh. Ooh. I actually had one for that and they're going to win it. Oh, well, you didn't read any of them. <laughs> I, re- I read my one. <laughs> you just decided to just read whatever, mate. Dal? <laughs> Mine's similar to Freen's. Hold up. But it's going to zoom in. Look at this. Look at All gorgeous. the gear. The Fiji Drua go undefeated at home. Oh, yes, that's a good this one. This is actually... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that very bold? It's not very bold. That's pretty standard. I actually, because I is was thinking the bold? same thing. If, if we all, if three of us kind of think that they're going to be on a roll, is that bold enough? Is that bold enough? Well, I said I semi-final. Say nay. I said, vi- I said <laughs> semi-final. So you reckon they probably... Reckon they and to get there, they'd have to win every home game, you'd say? Yep. Oh, well, so... Vito? <laughs> Vito, go again, down, down. Wait, on the spot, on the spot. Come up with one. <laughs> Crusaders play with their right arm strapped behind the back so they don't win. <laughs> on the spot, on the spot. Um, just be bold. Just, just start going, just and he'll zoom in, and he'll just come to you. <laughs> down the barrel. Um. <laughs> no, just next, next, yeah, yeah, next. Come back you, to me. No, oh, I'm done. Uh here we go. My bold prediction: <laughs> season 2023. <laughs> Is the Canterbury Crusaders will win it. 
Is that it? <laughs> Don't be a That's not bold enough. Vito, you're out. Next, next, next segment. <laughs> next segment. My bold prediction is that the Reds will not go very well this year. <laughs> <laughs> is that I, agree, okay? I, agree I hate with you. to say it, but not very bold, bro. Oh, anyway, let's go. Next okay. segment. Well, you meant to read your three funny ones. Oh, thank, yeah. thank you, Jaybor. Oh, round of applause for Big Fat Darcy and the Battler's Bench. <laughs> the look on Tino's face, man. Every time I read them, you got up me. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sweating now. Too. No, no, let's look at the positives here, right? Yep. <clears throat> One bold prediction is that the Battler's Bench cannot get any shitter. Here we go. We've started low, guys, and the only way is up. <laughs> It's a pretty bold prediction. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's true. That is true. Because that wasn't that bad. That's, is that what you're saying, Dallin? Dallin's bold prediction. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, Jesus that's Christ, big one. fat dust. It started so well and then Dude. just shit. Just communication breakdown. That's all it was. Oh, we're going to get better. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to argue like me. Don't, don't touch <laughs> me, mate. Like, I'm... All right. <laughs> Alrighty. Now, touching back on what uh, some of the tipping that we had before, uh, we're actually setting up a new uh, in-house pack rugby show tipping competition, and it's going to be the Battlers versus the Starters. So every single week, the Battlers are going to pick their uh, their Super Rugby picks for the week, and the Starters are going to pick theirs. The only difference being is it's not just win or lose; it's actually going to be in relation to the line. So uh, they're going to put a multi on a ten dollar bet. And and from that, we're going to hopefully raise a bit of cash and we want to actually send it out to the greater public. We want to ask you what we should do with any cash raise. Look, we may not raise raise any money. We may raise a little bit of cash, but we'd love to give it back to the people. So if it's giving yeah. it to a specific club who's who's been down on their luck, a certain family or a player who's hit hard times, or even if it's just a local footy club, the juniors need some new footy boots. Let us know what we should do with some of the cash at the end of the season because we'd love to give back to the uh, to the rugby-loving folk of Australia. So to kick things off, obviously, it starts with the first round of Super Rugby this weekend. Um, we'll bring the, the lines up just there. It's a bit tough to see, but everybody has sort of picked um, along the same lines. The only difference being is that the starters have selected, when it comes to the Satyrs and the Chiefs, the Satyrs, um, Dallin and Doss, they selected the Satyrs to get up. Uh, they're the six point five, they're six and a half point favourites. So they're going to have to obviously you get that, that Chief six side and a half point wing, and then yeah, that Chiefs side Chief is red hot. Side's red hot. D Mac at ten, and then the, so and you guys have picked the Chiefs. So yep. all, all you got to do is the Chiefs just have to lose by six and a half. That's mm. really that's and the thing. You oh, reckon they can? Guys? They, I think they can keep it tight enough. Yeah, I think that's. that's I think, think they can score a hell of a lot of points. The only difference being the Satyrs can score a, letter, a hell of a lot of points, but can also hold a lot of points out. So. That could be a, a bit of a stinger there. And then uh, the only difference being outside of that, the Reds and the Canes. The Battlers have gone for the Canes, but I think three-and-a-half-point underdogs up there in Townsville. Dallin. Oh, true. You'd didn't, have to think did not Townsville for, Heat did not account for in heat. February. The Reds, Reds at home. The wrong first game <laughs> of the season. And that's similar to what they did to the Chiefs. Was it last year or the year before? I think it's a similar scenario, and I'm just... I think the heat will be too much for them there. The the boys are have, have played two relatively good trials, the Reds, and I think they'll be too good. Hell it, yeah. It is hot yeah. up there. It is like proper hot. Well, it's hot here. Yeah. yeah. And it's humid too. <laughs> so so humid. I think the Chiefs coming out of Waikato are yeah. going to be sweating. I oh, know the Canes, sorry. Hey. Canes will be sweating like a fat man's asshole yeah. up there. So yeah. I think like... Your asshole. <laughs> We'll be sweating like my assholes. Um, but yeah, so based on those bets, uh, I think the estimated return for the starters is four hundred and twenty bucks, and for the battlers, it's it's four hundred and sixty-five. So a bit of cash to be made if you throw a ten-dollar bet on it, and you want to back the battlers or the back the starters. I reckon uh, get around the boys and see what you can do, what you can bring home. And starting next week as well, uh, every single week we're going to be throwing on just our wild multi. We're going to ride it home. We're going to get everybody to jump on board and absolutely get. Get stuck in. So uh, next week, Dallin's going to pick his wild multi. It's going to be three or four selections. It's going to hopefully clear about a thousand bucks if it comes through. But it, hopefully, we can all ride <laughs> it home. And mate, we'll be living large off that cash, isn't it, right, Dallin? That's right. Are you excited for it? Hundred percent. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, there he is. Hell yeah. So no, this year, look, we, we, we've decided we probably won't delve too much into the game and, and all that sort of stuff. We'll put a punt on. We'll try to discuss the games in a little bit of detail here and there. But more than anything, we want to get around the players. We want to go and get get around 
just the rugby loving folk of Australia. So if there are some awesome stories out there you think we should get out there, if there's some people that you think we should interview, we should get around, let us know. Drop it in the comments. Send us a message on Instagram, whatever it may be. We've got new socials, but we just want to we just want to grow the game here in Australia and, and around the world. So that's what we're doing here, and hopefully we can continue doing so in 2023. Now to round things out, uh, we're going to kick it off as we usually do with our rugby. Obviously, no matches to get around this season, but we do have our rugby to watch for season 2023. And friends, we'll start with you. You've got two. Going against the grain as per usual, but it's yep. your uncle Penny Ravi, the new Fijian enforcer, yep. coming into the props, uh, yes. into prop at the Reds. Well, we've lost, we've lost Nella. We've lost, lost that running game. We've lost that, um, you know, that decent scrummager and big Penny. They've uh, he's come from France and he he's ball game, a uh, running game is ridiculous. He's, Ma- massively he's experienced too, especially yeah. when you consider they've lost Harry Hooper. Yep. Um, you know, they've lost a lot of experience. Angus Blight's out still. Like, well, he came off the bench in the trial and he was red hot. Yeah. yeah so I, I reckon he's going to be a massive bolter this year. And then obviously uh, Max Jorgensen, um, that trial <laughs> where he skinned Filippo like two or three times was just out of control. Yeah. Mate, he was he was ridiculous, and yeah. there's huge in and away. raps. It was just like proper in and away. Still, I was just like, this is ridiculous. There's rabbit. huge raps on Max Jorgensen. We yeah. bumped into Tim Mosey down at Narrabri, and he was just like, mate, he is he's the trainer there now, and he was like, mate, they love him. They absolutely love Max Jorgensen. He is absolutely red hot, and then he comes out in that trial and does what he does. I mean, an 18 year old kid comes from some good stock. His old man was a dual international in league and union, so I think is he only 18? He's 18, first year out of school. Out of school. What? Out of Joey's? Yeah. Yeah. First year out of Joey's, and there was a highlight reel. I don't know, like, so from our ilk, Dow, Kurtley Beal was a year after us. Mm. We were 05, he was 06, and he was like the tits. And there's that. I remember seeing his Joey's. And mate, his, I mean, he was playing first in grade nine at Joey's at Fly Half, and like his highlight reel was. The sort of shit you now see with Max Jorgensen, like, you know, and it's funny. All the comments when, like, are like, oh, he just never passes the ball. I'm like, why would you? Well, yeah, why would you? Why would you? <laughs> like, give it why to you, you, you dead beat. Yeah. yeah, like, mate, he is absolutely red hot. Now, big fat Das, yeah, mate, your rugby for season 2023, none other than Hamish Stewart. Hamish Stewart, I think, um, big move over to the uh, over to the fourth. Um, he's gonna have to play a big season this year, especially coming into the World Cup. I just think that if he can step up that one extra, he's so consistent and solid at 10 and at 12. I just think that if he can step up that possible Wallabies bench kind of utility spot, might open up for him. And I think that's just, I'm, I'm on him. So you reckon you reckon that utility spot for the World Cup could be Hamish Stewart if he has a big year? I think so. No Kurtley Beale, obviously, in the mixer. So Reese Hodge has got the outside backs kind of thing. And I just think... Well, Reese Hodge is also just signed to Bayonne, I'm pretty sure. So oh. you never know. He might yeah. might be on the outer in regards yeah. to the Wallabies. So that, that utility spot... Kind of a Barry Barnes grabs. kind of a player kind of thing. So, yeah. The 07 World Cup, throw him in there. Yep. Sweet as. Dallin... Your rugby for season 2023, it's none other than Tate, Tate McDermott. Yeah, I think Tate will be better for the uh, for the second year in the captaincy role. He'll feel a little bit more comfortable. Um, he's got a fresh start now under under Eddie, and I feel like he's yes. just you know yes. one year wiser. He's, 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 he's complete now with his game. He's kicking his passing. You know what I mean? He's going to be a big factor when it comes to the Reds and their success this year, and I think he's really ready to step up. Do you think his, his captaincy with the Reds could be the thing that maybe – Gets him over the line in regards to, because he, he's obviously Nick White. You'd say, barring any unforeseen circumstances, is your number one selection at the World Cup this year. You've got Tate McDermott and Jake Gordon, both skippers of arguably the two biggest rugby playing states in Australia. Do you think, like the fact he is captain, will obviously at least put him in good stead with Jake Gordon to maybe get that that reserve spot yeah, over definitely. Jake Gordon yeah. if he has a big year? Fingers crossed. One hundred percent. Yeah. Do, you you definitely start Nick White, yeah, and then Tate off the bench for Wallabies. Well, it's just because people. being skipper, it obviously gives you that extra little bit of leadership. We saw yeah. last year, I think Jake Gordon put his hand at when uh, the Wallabies were playing. I think yeah. a couple of the guys went off the field and he went, yeah, I'm skipper, even though he came off the bench. 
that's obviously something Tate could probably do if, say, Alan Alatol is off, James Slip is off, Michael Hooper's off. Whoever it is, yeah, absolutely. You could, you could bring him on the bench and know you've, you've got a bona fide professional standard skipper. Yeah, and someone who has that experience doing it at, at, at a high level. Obviously, yeah. it's, it's some pressure situations, some pressure decisions to be made. So I think it puts him in good stead. Hell yeah. And my rugby, uh, I was, it, I'm going on the other side of the ditch and going into New Zealand. I was actually going to say Cullen Grace because I just think a big season from Cullen Grace it could sort of shoot him into the fold. But he's also got a Kiriuane, Hoskins Tutu, Marino, Mateella, Tutu, whatever the hell. Uh, down in the landers and then you've got Luke Jacobson like it's hard for him to get in despite how bloody good he is but someone who has probably put his hand up outside of Artie Sarve to say first picked for the All Blacks is Dalton Papali'i the back end of last year friends I know you've got a big heart on for Dalton yeah he was absolutely immense and by the end he was undeniable you needed both he and Artie Sarve yeah. on the field for the All Blacks and he's Got that big physical presence too. He's a big huge big number man. seven, yep. like built like a six, plays like an awesome seven, yep. but has the hands like he's silky. He's absolutely awesome, and and I think last year at the start of the season he actually said, "I want to be the best number seven in the world," and he's gone. He's he's gone in leaps and bounds to be able to prove that. So I think I think Dalton Papali'i in the back row for the Blues is gonna. Go absolutely schizo. I agree. Love it. Go absolutely schizo. So keep an eye on Dalton Papali because he's an absolute gun. All righty. Well, that rounds out this uh, the very first episode of season two of the brand new Pack Rugby Show. It's been absolutely awesome. As per usual, we do tell you go to our socials, give us a follow, give us a subscribe. You ask how you can help the show out. It means nothing to you means everything to us hit that like button hit that subscribe button on the youtube and get all the goss as it comes out we've got the highlights we've got all last season on there so it's the pack rugby show now it's the pack rugby show on instagram uh and on tiktok i don't know if we've got facebook i don't think we're aiming for the 63 year old boomer market so uh (laughs) we've got tiktok and instagram and, and youtube go on there the pack rugby show like subscribe follow all our shit share all our shit communicate with us let us know as i said if there's anyone out there if there's anything out there you want us to discuss or you want us to get around let us know we'd love to help get around you guys and and hope help grow the game here in australia so in the meantime it's been an absolute privilege as per usual to come out dallin Big Fat Das, Freeney, Zachy Boy, Tino and Tom on the ones and twos. Thank you so much. And uh, in the meantime, enjoy the footy this weekend and we'll see you for the rest of the season. Ciao. Yep.